0: Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, our Lord, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic, service, family members. I mention family now because we do a segment on the family every day. Of course, we preach the gospel in every sermon, in every service. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third solo president of Gospel Light Society International, <clears throat> with the White House daily reading of the. Chronological Bible, episode number 599, if you will, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible (coughs) as a single true Uh, non-fiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history the present and the future. Today we're reading Proverbs chapter 13 verses 21 through 25. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, Uh, I pray, Lord, I pray that you would move upon the hearts of many others to pray. And Holy Father God, I pray to you, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you and I thank you, Holy Father God, once again today for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And Tonight, Lord, I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical, Blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years, every day, every week, every month, every year. And Lord, I do not take those things lightly, and uh, they are part of all of the precious memories that you uh, launch uh, in my mind. And I cannot thank you enough for the miraculous precious precious memories you have given to me in my old age. And Lord, uh, it's just so fascinating. And Holy Father God, uh, for those of us who are your children and saved, Lord, we individually and hopefully collectively confess our sins tonight, our failures and our faults. Uh, Lord, uh, sins of the heart, sins of the mind, attitude, and spirit. Whatever the sin is, Lord, for Jesus Christ's sake, forgive those of us who are saved. And Lord, I pray that you will crush and crucify our flesh afresh and anew even tonight and fill us all who are saved and born again with the fullness and the power the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty of your Holy Spirit. Put a guard in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we would not sin against you. Please deliver us tonight from temptation, evil, and sin. I pray this for all of my saved family members and all of my saved brethren and sisters in Christ across this country and around the globe. I pray that you deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin, no matter how we feel, no matter what we think. Lord, deliver us from our temptations and our sins. Deliver us from temptation, sin, and evil. And uh, no matter how we feel, put a God in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, and our attitudes that we will not sin against you. And, Lord, I pray that you would do this because it's for your glory, praise, and honor. And, Lord, we pray uh, also that you will help those of us who are saved to humble ourselves, to pray, to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways, and to repent of our sins, and to get back to you, our first love and holy father god for some strange reason uh, i know the devil is behind it he's the mastermind behind it my wife even to this day after 34 years shows strange demonic uh, attitudes and spirits right before every service and so holy father god i pray for my wife marica white Uh, particularly particularly now that we're in the emptiness, that you would open her blinded eyes and unstop her deaf ears and help her to humble herself and to truly uh, believe in you and to repent. And uh, uh, as a uh, Jamaican lady admitted to me personally, Uh, Jamaican women are proud and stubborn and uh, rebellious and want to do things their way. And so uh, this is a known fact, and I do thank her for her honesty, and I do pray that Marika White would take heed to that and just humble herself down and uh, uh, truly believe in you and trust in you. I pray this for all of my children. Help them to examine themselves and see whether or not they be in, they be in the faith. I pray this for her family members and my family members, uh, her mother, her aunts, my mother, and my sisters. Uh, Lord, I do not want them to die and go to hell on a humbug. I pray that you would open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears, lay aside their religious pride and help them to submit to you, Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, believe your gospel and obey your word. For you said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And so Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would also cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias, out of their lives, out of my wife's life, and out of people in our family who have these spirits and these demonic spirits and give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Lord, today, tonight, and Lord, we pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, the healing of the sick, the comfort of the grieving, and the mourning around the globe across this country, in our communities, in our churches, in our families, and in our lives. Lord, I thank you for your God-called and faithful pastors. I pray that you would continue to bless them and use them, continue to remove the hirelings out of the ministry. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Uh, that, uh, Lord, you would uh, tonight lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our hearts, our minds, souls, and spirits. And, Lord, we cast all of our cares upon you. And, Lord God, in heaven, I also pray that you would deliver us from all of our distresses and afflictions and cares and uh, tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions. Uh, Lord, uh, I pray this prayer not only for myself and my family, but Lord, I pray for all Christian people, all people who name the name of Christ, who claim to be your children, and, uh, Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight that you'd, you would deliver us also from spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, uh, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems. And, uh, Lord, I pray that you'll bless and protect every family, as you have done for the most part, uh, Lord, uh, in this crisis, uh, Lord, in this crisis, Lord, in this crisis. Uh, time of chastisement and rebuke. You have remembered mercy and have allowed people to, by the millions, to somehow maintain their place of residence. We do know that thousands of people are homeless at the same time. We pray that you'll provide housing for them. Protect, uh, Lord, especially your people from a housing crisis, a food crisis, a medical crisis, and a utilities crisis. And Lord, I know you want me to pray for others as well, even though others who don't obey you uh, can find themselves in straits. And so, Holy Father God, I pray tonight that you would bless and protect, Lord, my family, uh, and uh, all other Christian families, the people who name the name of Christ, and all other people. Protect us, Lord, tonight from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ. Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and holy Father God. Uh, lift up your holy name. Lift up your holy son, the Lord Jesus Christ, because we're not even worthy to give you the praise. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. Now, beloved, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege, the great blessing and the great privilege and pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith, the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible, it still matters. Somebody ought to come up with a hashtag, the Bible still matters, regardless of what the devil says, regardless of what the polls say. I would not be reading it if it didn't matter. Proverbs, chapter 13, verses 21 through 25. Evil pursueth sinners, but to the righteous good shall be repaid. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Much food is in the tillage of the poor, but there is that is destroyed for want of judgment. He that spareth his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him chasteneth him betimes. The righteous eateth to the satisfying of his soul, but the belly of the wicked shall want shall we pray holy father god i pray in the name of the lord jesus christ thank you so much for your powerful true holy word have it to find a lodging place in our hearts help us to meditate on it help us to understand it help us to comprehend it help us to obey it and apply it to our lives And to teach it and preach it and preach your holy gospel so others may come to know you as Savior. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, when I was a little boy, well, I was a teenager for some reason, I, I, I look back now and I, I believe God in His own way as He did the prophets of old He bega- He called me from my mother's womb. There's just certain things that He did even though I was devilish, disobedient and lost. Um, And so there was a period there I as a young teenager, I wanted to, uh, I guess, get wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And uh, uh, and so I attempted to read the big, huge family Bible uh, that many families, all black families, had it in their home. And some had it in there for decades. Uh, some, going back, almost close to uh, slavery. Uh, They had, and they would keep the birth dates of children. And uh, for those of you who lived in the South, you know that at at a time, at one time, before the Civil Rights Movement, the city would even use the dates in the Bible uh, to uh, Uh, as your as your as your parents and grandparents and great-grandparents birth certificates they they because back in those days the city and the county and people in charge they knew that nobody would write a lie in the Bible back in those days but we have jokers lying today with their hand on the Bible And we will swear up and down, they're telling the truth. And they'll lie, and their feet ain't made, and their heart pumps peanut butter. But as I tried to read the, that big old Bible, I couldn't get past chapter 2. I really couldn't get past chapter 1. It bored me to tears. It bored me to tears. I mean, it's the hardest thing I ever picked up in my life. I found out later in life that you have to be born again, you have to be saved, you have to be a believer in Jesus Christ for that Bible door to open up for you. So here's how I became a Christian, here's how I got born again, here's how I got saved out of my debauchery and sin and evil and foolishness and stupidity and how you can get saved too. If God can save me, I assure you he can save you. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner, as I am, as the Pope is, as the Dalai Lama is, as even Joel Osteen is. We're all sinners. Nobody is better than anybody. God does not accept anybody before anybody else. He accepts everybody who believes in his son Jesus Christ. The way he said that all have sin, the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And then the Bible says the wages of sin is death. That means we die because of our sins. Make no mistake about it. You don't die because of cancer. You don't die because of a car crash. You don't die because of cardiac arrest. You die because of your sins. Your sinful nature, which produces sin, you are a sin factory. And you choose to sin against God and break His commandments. What are His commandments? Allow me to name a few. He, he does not want us to lie. He does not want us to perjure ourselves. Uh, this is very serious. You may not think it's serious. You may call it a white li- little white lie if you want to, or a little black lie depending on who you are. It's nothing little about a lie. The reason why God does not want you to lie is because it destroys relationships. It destroys families. It destroys trust for some people almost unforgivable. That's how bad a lie is. And a lie will put you in jail. You can go you can go in there into the court system that God has ordained and lie all you want to. If they catch you in that lie, you have perjured yourself and you're going to jail for a lie. So not only are you going to hell for your lie, you're going to jail for your lie. <clears throat> that and that's with Human sinful judges, we don't tolerate that. You you don't let your children lie. You hate it when they lie. You hate it when your spouse lies to you. Well, God hates it too, but He hates it for a different reason. He hates it because it does harm to you. It offends not only Him; it offends you too. So, lying don't lie. He does not want us to steal. He does not want us to lust after people. He does not want us to covet after things and of what people have. He does not want us to dishonor and disrespect our parents or disobey our parents in the Lord, growing up in their house I mean, you can do what you want when you leave, but should you? Should you not obey what your parents taught you? If you don't, you're going to smart for it. You're going to suffer the consequences for it. Big time. You can sow uh, uh, the wind, but you will reap the whirlwind. Then God says, do not dishonor him by taking his name in vain, by lying on him to to cover your lie. By taking his name in vain. By cursing with his name. How about adultery? Having sex with people you're not married to. And on and on we can go. That's just about six of the ten commandments. That if you have lived alone enough. You have committed. For the most part. Adultery slash fornication. Homosexuality. All of that. Uh, is sin and abominations in God's sight and will take you to hell. Your sin will take you to death and to hell and to the lake of fire forever and forever. Nobody is going to tell you that, but I am because Jesus Christ preached on hell more than any prophet in the Bible, more than any apostle in the Bible, and sadly more Than most preachers living today. Hell is a reality. Uh, Jesus Christ preached on hell and said that it is a place where the fire shall never be quenched. Do you want to go to a place where the fire shall never be quenched, my dear friend? That's horrifying to me. And if you don't want to go to this awful place called hell, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. For Jesus Christ uh, said the most loving, most powerful, and most important words in the history of the world when he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish should not perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Everybody's not going to heaven, and everybody's singing in the church choir. <clears throat> Ain't going either. In fact, there may be more church folks in hell, religious folks in hell, than irreligious. Jesus Christ said, believe in me, and I will save your soul from hell. So that you can, it's not just being saved from hell, it's being saved to heaven, so that you can be a a part of God's divine uh, uh, new thing that he's going to do. Okay? And all you have to do is believe in Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross. your sins. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to call on his name in prayer for the Bible says for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's do that right now. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart and believe in your heart for your soul's salvation from the everlasting burning hell. the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. My dear friend, this may be your last night. England is on fire tonight. Europe is on fire tonight. Over a thousand people went out into eternity and they they died um, because of heat related issues. Uh, Many are dying in America for that and other reasons and uh, you already know that you can go to Walmart tonight alive and come out dead. You can go to a grocery store tonight alive and come out dead. You can go and pay your T-Mobile bill Alive and come out dead just like that go to the mall come out dead go to school come out dead Go to the hospital and Get shot in the hospital doctors and nurses have died From people going into the hospital to shoot a doctor lawyers and judges are dying. There's a judge in New Jersey Someone knocked on the door Rung the doorbell. Her dear son Daniel, same name as I have, went to the door cheerfully, joyfully as a teenager uh, and answered the door and he was killed. But But they were after his judge mother. The father was injured. So you can wake up in the morning and go about your business and be at the funeral home at night. This is not a... An attempt to try to scare you. It, it is scary. It's a scary situation. It's frightening. If you don't have to go anywhere. Don't go. If you just want to go for a joy ride. And go for a joy this. Enjoy that. You might want to just stay home for multiple reasons. You can go out. To all these different places. You can go to church. And get the coronavirus. And the monkeypox And die. So. Uh, get your eternal life insurance policy. Some of you are very concerned about your life insurance policy or or you're concerned more about your spouse's life insurance policy. You need to make sure your eternal life insurance policy is taken care of. and, and, And it's already paid. All you have to do is believe in the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. He is, as John the Baptist called him, the Lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the world. Do you know him as your Savior in the free pardon of your sins? Believe in him tonight, the best way you know how. And call on his name to save you, and God will save you. If he can save me, he can save anybody. And I'm a nobody telling everybody about somebody who can save anybody. Anybody. I don't care who you are. Trust me when I tell you that. Anybody. No matter what evil you have done. No matter what nastiness, see, see, we're not only sinners, we are nasty with it. We're evil with it, filthy with it, see, in God's sight. And and, and people go to hell for that. So, trust in the Lord, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, call on his name, be willing to turn from your old life. And follow him in the new life. And he will help you. He'll be the best friend. I guarantee it. I guarantee you this. He'll be the best friend you have ever had in your life. You will never be lonely again. If you trust in Jesus Christ as your Savior. He is a forever friend. Indeed. Follow me in prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase. And mean it from your heart. Holy Father God in heaven I admit that I am a sinner and I have indeed broken your commandments as the preacher brought out and as you know Lord I've committed many more sins than this and I have repeated my sins over and over and over again For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins and my faults and my failures. As I truly believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, who bled, and who died on the cross for my sins, he paid my sin debt. He was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, I do believe in you. I believe in your word that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins and to get back and to uh, repent of my sins and uh, to turn from my evil ways. And follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in your name I pray. Amen. Now dear friend, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you called on his name for salvation. Based upon the word of God, the Bible that I shared with you. uh, You are now saved by the grace of God just as I am. And so in order for you to grow uh, and be the Christian disciple that God wants you uh, to be, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and uh, get my book, free of charge, titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Read it, and it will give you the next steps of what you ought to do as a Christian. And uh, uh, if you have a prayer request, please send that in to us at dw3 and at gospellightsociety.com. And we will pray for you until you tell us to stop also please let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and pray for you and send more materials to you and so dear friends uh, with that uh, we will resume the standing between uh, the living and the dead bible study and so for those of you who just prayed that prayer with me and you just got saved Uh, this is your first Bible study, and you will be amazed uh, how that you will understand a whole lot more and how interesting it will become to you. So God bless you, continue to follow the Lord, and He will bless your life. Now, beloved, when I was a teenager, I wanted to get wisdom and knowledge. So I set out Uh, to read the big family Bible that was kept in the living room and that many families had in those days. We don't see them much today. These are huge Bibles. But I couldn't get past Genesis chapter 2. Before I got bored with reading the Bible. I just could not understand it. I found out later in life that you have to believe on Christ. And get saved before you can understand the Holy Word of God. The Bible. So so here is how I became a Christian. And here is how you can too. Thirdly, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 10, uh, Matthew eighteen eight. Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 18, verse 8, in the Holy Word of God. Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee, on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my pamphlet "What to Do After You Enter Through the Door." Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, "I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved."